get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And our friend Stan McNeil of Cardinals Magazine joins us as he does quite often during the baseball season. Stan, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Randy. Well, we made it made it through the first half. Looking forward to the second half. It should be interesting. We just heard Nolan Arenado say that he expects the Cardinals to improve based in part on the schedule, but it's really interesting. The Nationals obviously are really struggling. Then you've got the Marlins, the Cubs, the D-backs, the Cubs again. It really isn't as easy a schedule as we would like to think it is. No, but if you look at it, it is easier, easier, quote, end quote, uh, than the first half, if you ask me, because you don't have that long trip to the West Coast. And uh, as exciting as the trip to London was, I mean, that, that was a big hurdle to, to clear, in my opinion. I mean, that was some, some serious travel. They made it through that. So, uh, you know, they just – and really, the opponent to me isn't as important as just how they – how the team plays. You know, if they play – up to their ability, they can play with anyone. We know that. So, uh, But, no, I see the schedule as being a little more favorable than it was in the first half. After dealing with that first half of the season, how would you describe it? Best way that you would describe it? Disappointing. <laughs> Underachieving. Yeah, it was not uh, – I don't think uh, there's really no way you can color it in a, in a positive light. I mean, there were some uh, – you know, some positive, there were some bright spots individually, but in terms of the team, the record, you know, we figured they'd be uh, like 15 games over 500 at this point, not 15 games under 500. Do you think that um, with that being said, obviously disappointing, not measuring up to what we thought it would be. Do you think that there's going to be some shakeup going on uh, once the second half begins before the trade deadline? I think we'll see something. You know, the one thing that I will say we'll see is a better second half than we saw in the first half. I mean, and I'm just basing that on, say, the past five, six seasons. You know, if you go back every the past five or six years, every second half was pretty exciting. You know, even 18, that's right when uh, Schilte had taken over. So the team kind of cleaned up and played well the second half. 19, we had Jack Flaherty's great run that uh, took them all the way really to the NLCS. 20, when you think about it, three years ago, they weren't even playing at this point, you know, because of the COVID season. So that was uh, a different kind of second half. And then uh, 21 brought the long winning streak. And then last year, uh, we had the magic of uh, Albert Pujols. So I'm pretty confident we're going to have. Uh, you know, the second half is going to be pretty pretty fun to watch. With that shakeup, do you think it'll be something notable? We've he- heard maybe you get Arenado, maybe Goldschmidt. Do you think it'll be that big, or, or are we looking at, you know, maybe some of the guys that are, are going to be unrestricted free agents next year in Jordan Hicks and Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery? 
Yeah, I would be surprised if it's Goldie or uh, or Nolan who who gets moved by the deadline. I'd be quite surprised at that. But yeah, the the guys that are going to be uh, free agents in the off season, it just seems to make sense to kind of see what you can get for for them now. You know, if you can get a get something good for them now, there's nothing to say you can't go back and try to re-sign them in the off season if that's what uh, you decide to do. Stan McNeil of Cardinal Magazine with us on 101 ESPN, and you can go to cardinals.com slash publications and check out the magazine. And on the latest issue, Nolan Gorman is on the cover, a great piece about Nolan Gorman. We tend to forget, Stan, that he's only 23. Man, you look at the ability and think about what he can be once he is a, a polished major league player. He has tremendous power. What do you think he can become? What, what could Nolan Gorman be when he reaches his apex? I think we'll see him in the home run derby <laughs> at yeah. some point, you know, and uh, and and I would hope we do because uh, as we as you probably know, this is a guy who between his junior and senior year of high school went out on the showcase circuit and won three, you know, three home run derby, three national home run derby. So uh, he was uh, he was up for competing in this one. I guess he didn't have quite enough home runs to get uh, to get an invite, but. Uh, you know, this is a guy that, to me that's uh, thirty plus homers. I, you know, hopefully he can uh, improve the the contact ability some to to get the average up. But now he's got uh, he's got the power. And the other thing about Gorman that we see is just he's twenty three, but he's one of those guys that kind of carries himself as uh, as he's been around longer than that. He's very very calm when things are going good or bad. But uh, no. He's uh, he's a guy to watch for sure. To me, he's a he's a guy that's going to be in the middle of that lineup for uh, for quite a while. And by the way, we mentioned him as a first rounder. What is your first blush impression of Chase Davis, the Sunday night first round tro- choice of the Cardinals? Yeah, I mean uh, he's got history with Jordan Walker, so uh, that's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, this is a guy that uh, seems to have really come on the past couple of years. You know, the club had it eyes on him when he was coming out of high school from uh, Dylan Carlson's area kept watching him and uh, he's, he's improved enough and so yeah it's always exciting to get some new talent uh, talent on board and kind of see how how they rise through the system uh, you know it's funny to me because after about a week from now where you're drafted really won't matter I mean obviously the top guys well, you know, they. I think they get a little bit of a an edge or a little bit uh, more eyes on them. But uh, at some point, those guys get in there and they just uh, they're all you know Cardinals who are trying to rise through the system and where they were drafted doesn't really matter. Do you think that there's a high likelihood of us seeing Michael McGreevy or even Mason Wynn after the trade deadline? And which one do you think would be more likely? I think uh, that's a great question. I think Mason. I think we will see Mason up here. At some point during the season, uh, McGreevy, you know, he's just been in AAA a, a, a little while. So that to me will kind of watch how he does over the next several weeks and maybe he could get a, a shot in September. But yeah, there's, we could see uh, who knows who we might see on the mound uh, after the trade deadline. By the way, Stan, the late great Chris Duncan was drafted in the first round in the same year that Albert Pujols was drafted in the 13th. I always used to give Dunk trouble about <laughs> not being as good as Albert Pujols. So you're right. Where you're drafted doesn't matter at all. Not once you, once you sign and get to camp, you know, everybody's the same. You know, I, I would imagine some of those uh, later round draft picks, uh, they like to go after the early guys, you know, and, and really like, hey, I can compete against this guy. Right. And by the way, Chris Duncan said we knew right away when we showed up. We knew right away who the first rounder should have been. 
You know, we're uh, we're working on uh, we're fin- putting the finishing touches on our yearbook, which is focusing on uh, the career of Albert Pujols, the legend of five. And uh, you know, we're proofing kind of the pages, and we've got kind of a year by year look at his first eleven years in St. Louis, plus his last year. And uh, every time you look at these pages, you just kind of shake your head and think, "Man, this guy." was even better than we thought. So uh, it's uh, people are really going to enjoy that yearbook. And again, folks can just go to cardinals.com slash publications and check it out when when that's out. And a great job, as always, with the magazine. Stan, thanks so much for the time. We always enjoy talking to you, and have a great day. And let's have a great second half. Let's Thank do you. it. That is Stan McNeil from Cardinals Magazine with us on 101 ESPN.